I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wake up in the morning feeling like... Waterman is extremely well. She's very slippery. You don't own me. Okay, now the tough question. Is this a try? Yes or no? Just because... I'm a woman. <laughs> um, I'm actually surprised you've turned up for the podcast today, Miss Five Live Celebrity. Um, yeah, that's it. Five Live Celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to because Nihal referenced the podcast so many times when I was on Five Live at lunchtime today that I felt like I couldn't sack you off. Um, uh, it felt like he thought it was kind of like the Joe Rogan podcast or um, I can't even think uh, of a comparative no, no, podcast. No, don't do not disrespect our podcast. Um, don't. I, I want to know how how on earth were you invited onto BBC Five Live, by the way? You actually haven't told me. You just told me what happened. I don't really know. Basically, a girl rang me this morning. <laughs> Lily May um Ooh, nice name I know nice name but I also feel like how old are we getting that there are people with proper jobs with names like Lily May like surely <laughs> she could still be in primary school um really lovely though is Lily May we've been exchanging messages about sartorial choices all day and uh, we've really bonded um I had to send her a picture of my ISDN number I thought you were gonna say your eyes I was like oh no please don't, no. don't. <laughs> but my my fingernails were in the picture and she was like oh wow love the nails I was like oh thanks um anyway that is beside the point yeah basically they rang me this morning and they said do you want to be on the outrage hour with Andy Parsons the comedian and I said is he prepared to be the second funniest person on the radio today? <laughs> because I'm bringing the laughs. And I did. I, I got a couple of laughs. Um, you are literally yeah. made. I've, I've Obviously, I don't listen to radio a lot. Um, I don't watch TV. I don't watch films. I don't really, I don't know what I do in my existence. But You don't read books um, either. So No. Um, I don't even really know. You just eat tomatoes. <laughs> You just what sit in the corner eating tomatoes. <laughs> oh god. Um I uh I can't think of anyone more fitting than being invited onto Outrage Hour. I feel like you should be hosting that. <laughs> I was I was actually quite measured though, and apparently I was too sensible and I was a bit like Nihal, you do not know me very well. Um but yeah, it was good fun. Um I did it in one of the little radio workshops at BBC Wales because I was in today doing a little reporter shift. So yeah, that was it was good fun. So, so I'll tell you what, you're basically though, big I, time. 
well, they invited me on. It was, I didn't choose the outrage. Um, Andy Parsons, the comedian, chose the outrage. However, I feel like it should be a winner stays on. And next week I choose my outrage. And my outrage would be when um, administrative information is incorrect on the internet. Par example, I'm in the office today. And I think, right, what shall I do at half past 10 when my st stomach starts rumbling away? I will check the Pret-a-Manger soup rotor. So on the Pret-a-Manger website, their own website, they have a soup rotor. And today it said the two soups were the katsu curry soup, I can take or leave it, or the mushroom risotto soup, which obviously is my favourite. So I... I skedaddle down there with about 10 minutes till I'm on air on five live and I think right I will just pick up a mushroom risotto soup chop it down happy days I walk in and it's the chicken and broccoli broth now I don't like it because it's always got brown meat in and I only like the breast meat and I just think it's your website if this was a a gorilla pirate website that had worked um, can, I just, can i just can i just say this isn't this isn't outrage hour and i don't sorry, really I'm sorry like but it's just really I'm also, frustrating I'm more intrigued, not by your um soup choices because you're weird but because who likes mushrooms anyway um awful awful things um more that when you started telling that story you became brin from um gavin and stacy Gavin and Stacey. I feel like Bryn would uh, would understand my point. Did I ever told you the story about um, when I left uni? Obviously, I was working at Iota, the bar and restaurant in Mill Lane. And one day they came and they were like, "Oh, we're going to have to shut it down. You're going to need to like, we've got some Welsh TV show being filmed here." And I was like, "What?" And it it, it created a whole load of kerfuffle, basically. Yeah. And I was like, "What on earth is this show like?" what is this? And they were like, oh, it's something, some Welsh thing, I don't know. Anyway, I watched it for a bit and obviously wasn't very impressed. So went back up, like, went back and skulked in the office. And then it happened to be, I mean, obviously I watched things about 10 years later when, when yeah. they come out, yeah. that realised that the random Welsh programme that I was watching that filmed in IOTA was Gavin and Stacey on the Hendy when Stacey's wasted and she's like I don't know whatever they're talking about and it's like I was like I recognize that where's that and then <laughs> I was like oh my god how could I just Danielle, literally Danielle. dismiss this program that became like <laughs> so good anyway um something else should we I I am I, um, I actually I thought the reason why um they contacted you wasn't because they're avid listeners of tryhards um it was more um because of you're on the Guinness Legends League and they looked they were like no uh who can we talk through down there who's doing yeah. well who's the previous winner what's going on who can we she afford solid. what's the fee nothing LJ <laughs> um you say that but you know what I was like I was buzzing after the first two games I like I, I hadn't scored big. I'd, I'd got the results right, but I hadn't got a perfect prediction. But Sean O'Brien was bottom of the Legends League and my finger was hovering over the phone to ring him. And I went, no, no, wait till tomorrow. Wait until tomorrow and then really hammer it home. And now he's top of the league. He, got he pulled it back prediction. and got a perfect prediction in the France-Italy game and is now top of the league. And I'm absolutely tamping. I do not want 
surely to do well. It's it's made me really cross. You've had a, a middling start, I'd say, but you haven't thrown it away. Uh, 22 points you scored overall in round one. I've got 35. I have to say, as always, the Tryhards League are representing the brand in such a big way, the brand being Tryhards here. Uh, the headline, so Dominic from... Dominic? Dom. Dominic? I bet only his mum calls him Dominic. Dom from Matchpoint sent me an email earlier on and said the headline is that women are good at predicting which I absolutely love so big shout out to the uh, the Irish contingent of Sarah Curtin and Olivia Stack who uh, are in the top three did you but... just are they Sarah Curtin and Olivia Stack yeah they are great names yeah, they're on the podium and do you know who also is on the they're podium, on the main podium. They're on the okay. main podium. No, they're on our podium. I don't know if they're oh, on right. the main podium. The only lead I mean, that, that matters. The That's to what me. I'm excited about. <laughs> well, no, but do you know? Do you know who else is on the podium with them? Rebecca Flippin Weir, a, an overall winner previously of Match Point, and here she is again. It just—I mean, when you've got it, you've got it. You can't teach that. You cannot teach it. Well, one thing I will say that anyone's listening to this. Um, you actually can still join, can't you? So you've got pints. Have you got pints to give? Or yeah, do you know forty thousand pints were won last weekend on Match Pint. Forty. Forty thousand pints of Guinness were won last weekend on Match Pint, and there are over three and a half thousand pubs in the UK that you can redeem those pints in. And actually, I had a new one pop up on my Match Pint the other day that I didn't realise was a Match Pint affiliate. So I am buzzing to collect my pint this week. I've got a a pint for myself and a pint to gift. So. That's right, little lady. Who's and getting it? You. Well, my sister doesn't drink Guinness, and neither does my mum. Uh, so could be winging its way to you, my little friend. Oh, <laughs> nice. Well, anyway, well done. Um, I'm not angry, just a little bit disappointed by your middle of the road performance. You are flying the flag for us. Um, but yeah, I mean, to be fair. It was a pretty mediocre middle of the road performance from the Welsh. <laughs> I think that is um, probably giving them more credit than is due. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. It was a dark day. I feel like you don't ever, as a Welsh fan, go to Dublin and really expect to win, but that was poor. Obviously, the biggest criticism of that Welsh side. Um, and it's it's never nice for an individual to be singled out. It has been Josh Adams. What's what's your take on that? I know that the 13 shirt does perhaps get undue pressure when it comes to defence at time, but was that the key to Wales's problems or just one symptom of? No, I think it's weird. I mean, you said it before, like you don't pick yourself. I think, you know, he, all right, maybe got a couple of things wrong, a couple of reads. He got in front of the inside defender a couple of times and or whatever, but that might be their policy to come outside in anyway. Um, the, the biggest thing for me is there's like, everyone always goes for a get out or like, oh, scrum wasn't good. Or, you know, Josh Adams was the one that gave away a couple of penalties. He gave us a stupid yellow card. Like he definitely shouldn't have done that. He was yeah. just an angry man and shoulder bumped someone. Um, so, and then he came on and did you see the first tackle that he made? He absolutely <laughs> leathered the guy. Celebrated. So, okay, you're still angry. Okay, excellent. You haven't learned from the naughty step, but um, that's one of those, you know, one of those moments where your mum's like, can you apologise, please? And yeah. you're like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. 
Mum told me to apologise. Mum said um, I have to say I'm sorry. And then you like you my my god. Um, <laughs> um hey Joe. <laughs> Good podcast. Full of soaps and beat you with it. Is that from a film? It's from Step Brothers. Come on. Oh, I should know that one. That's actually one I do have watched a number yeah. of times. Um yeah, so look, I, I think I haven't watched it back because I had bigger things to worry about than re-watching Wales in detail. But for how me... How to pronounce French names. Yeah, how to pronounce French and Italian names. Obviously, I'm fluent in Italian, so that was fine. Uh, helping everyone else out there. Um, but yeah, I just think, you know what? The forwards got dominated on collisions. If your forwards are getting dominated on collisions, you narrow up defensively. If you narrow defensively, who's under the most amount of pressure? Well, the, the 13, if the 12's not talking... Um, you don't know what's happening there in that combination. It's not like um, Nick Tompkins is the most experienced international at 12. Like with people are forgetting that, you know, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong, but you know, he's having to, he's yeah. having to step up into that position as well. So I think for me, looking at it, Ireland on set piece on organized phase looked great, but Wales defense shortens and they just didn't look brilliant. Um, but I guess that's what I want to ask you. So you've said that Ireland were good in areas. Gareth Thomas has said if they had been wearing black jerseys, nobody would complain about Wales's performance because Ireland were that good. They were they were they looked world class, the best in the world. Do they? I no, I don't think they were. I think if you look at when they get into multi phase and Wales are more organised defensively they actually lost their shape and it was like a little bit of individual brilliance or something happened, you know, Furlong would get the ball and just smash his way through like he does. He's like a raging bull. But um, I tell you, it's quite funny. My dad really struggles with watching Ireland because he doesn't like Ireland. But <laughs> my word is that man love Tyke Furlong. I don't know what it is, but every time he has a carry, my dad's like, oh, what's he like, eh? I'm like... But when we were commentating with Jamie on him and he did that, like, Trojan run and he... Jamie was like... He basically said, oh, going up for extra roast potatoes. I just saw him for a second. Um, Hell of a set of ears on it. Hell of a set of ears. um, Thing for me is... Ireland, in moments, have got brilliant attack and they look great. But... I think this, their strength is actually their defence. I think they're organised, they fill the field. Like, Wales didn't throw a punch, and not just because Wales aren't great. They had, you know, Liam Williams is one of my favourite players. Josh, like, they had some brilliant players on the field, and I just I just think the Irish defence was class. And actually... Can I ask you a you question with it? regard to Liam Williams? He calls himself the bomb diffuser, and, and we know he's great under the high ball. Do you think he's more effective on the wing, though, for Wales? At international level, where's he most effective? Um, You know what? I don't think I've paid enough attention to Wales to... <laughs> <laughs> I think the one thing about him is if you're experienced, and this will link on nicely to the next game, right, you cannot underestimate the value of a very very good experienced fullback in terms of their backfield coverage and people often will miss it I don't obviously I love it I claim that fullbacks are the best players on the field but um I think yeah I think that that's something that he will do and actually the number of times 
a fullback catches a ball on the full or does something defensively that is just, oh, that was a good tackle. It's like, no, 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 that was a world-class tackle because he's managed the defence to be in a position where he can make it. Because fundamentally, it's you in the back and you have to work with your wingers to, to get it right. So, yeah, I, I think he's great. Um, who else are you going to put back there that's got the experience? Well, when Lee Halfpenny's fit, maybe he comes back in. That's when that headache rears its head again. Just a word before we move on to the Calcutta Cup on Jaco Piper. Uh, The Welsh felt that he gave nothing and the penalty count, I think 60 minutes in, was like Ireland had given away a total of two penalties. Do you think they got the rub of the green? Well, no, Wales are rubbing the green. All right, we'll leave that there. We'll leave that there. Uh, so up to Murrayfield, which, you know, regardless of who you were supporting on Saturday, regardless of the result of the match before a ball is kicked or passed in anger, there are a few things in World Rugby for me that are more special than here in Flower of Scotland when they cut the bagpipes at Murrayfield and fans back up there, a full stadium for a Calcutta Cup match. Oh, just made my heart happy. It was the perfect tonic after the Wales loss. Uh, were you worried going into it? Obviously, there was a real kind of divide of, of who were favourites and who was favoured and all that kind of thing. What did you think going into it? Um, no, I think I actually think that the England team that's been picked did a really, really great job in a cauldron of pressure and actually will have learned, I know it sounds a bit cheesy, but 19 months out from a World Cup, you win that game, you're a different team next year. And all right, yeah, maybe confidently you go for the Grand Slam. Fundamentally, they need to learn and maybe learn the hard way by not getting the win to make them better this tournament. But more so, there's not many places in the world where you can go and feel that type of passion, right? And they felt it. And it was a youngish squad, it was a mixture. Marcus Smith has stepped up. He was, in my opinion, taken off when he shouldn't have been. Um, and I think the biggest thing for England was that they just, they looked great at times. They looked like a traditional English side, you know, big, strong, physical, could shift the ball around. And then they just took their foot off the gas, like off the throat by giving away a penalty or making a mistake. or And, and, and so when in Test Match Rugby, you are you are at a point where you've got someone you've got, you know, you've backed them into a corner. If you do not get the points when you then all of a sudden the momentum can wallop straight down to the other side. And, and I think a really good example of that is world cup final, get England, South Africa and South Africa def- defend their try line. So England didn't make mistakes, but South Africa were world-class on their try line. So England didn't get the points. Whereas I think in, in Scotland, I think they, they made the mistakes, which then took the thing. That said, the biggest, biggest, biggest moment for me in that game actually came, I think, uh, when was the yellow card? I think oh. it was after, it was before the yellow card, I think. Basically, England had just scored and they'd gone up to 17 points to 10 I think um is that what the scores I think they yeah. just basically they just scored and whatever point it was they kicked the ball and it would have been a 50-22 and Stuart Hogg saved it by like three blades of grass now 
if England has scored, you can see that they are like a, a locomotive. Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? They are getting bigger and bigger and bigger and stronger and stronger. They scored. Scotland still has a like a fragility around their confidence. You can see that because the way that they celebrate those wins, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. those moments. If England had got that 50-22, their line-out had been functioning and then they score again or get a penalty, different game. Yeah. But Stuart Hogg saved it. And between him and Finn Russell, there were moments of just utter brilliance. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Is there a cooler rugby player in the world at the moment than Finn Russell? I know you don't think so. Um, there isn't there just isn't he's the coolest boy I know wearing rugby boots or not he just oozes cool <laughs> I want a Finn Russell shirt for my birthday that's all I'm saying um, yeah I, uh, I'm trying to think trying to wrap my brain so I guess the question is could Scotland win the Six Nations this year uh, I know I know and you oh, might agree on. with this. Go on. Well, everyone in Spain... Don't say bye, Zach Hamadova, she's injured. Megan James. Don't. Is if she, she listens to this, and she hears <laughs> you say you that you think normal. she's cooler than Finn Russell, <laughs> she will never let that go. That is going to... That's going to make her life. That is going to make that girl's life. If any of the Sevens girls hear this, please do not tell her. For your own sakes, I implore you to keep it to yourselves. Um, Can Scotland win a Six Nations? Um, A Six Nations specifically. A Six Nations. A Six Nations. Well, Um, they haven't, so. You know, I think um, to their advantage, they've got France at home. And the last two home games for France out there, they've, they've, Scotland have won, I think. No, just moving on to that game, it was uh, Italy were brilliant because they actually stayed in the game. But I think a lot of it came down to the weather because the French <clears throat> they were winning collisions, but because it was like so greasy and awful, they weren't offloading. And as soon as Aldrich got through, offloaded, Villiers like whizzed through and scored. And it was like this moment of, and they were looking for it. They just they didn't. It was clearly like, do not risk those 50-50 passes. Do you know what I mean? It was like if you throw an offload. You're gonna get punched in the face. That's how like they 
that's how they weren't doing it right so how intense they were about not offloading um so in fact when I can imagine you doing that as a player I can imagine you saying that to a teammate I've been on the receiving end of you threatening to break my jaw in Hong Kong if I did something when we, we went to a dinner and you said if I catch you blah 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 I will punch you in the face and break your jaw and I can imagine you saying that to somebody on a rugby pitch <laughs> <laughs> Maggie if you try and put in any offloads I will break your jaw I'm trying to be all tough and I've got marshmallow fists like yeah right <laughs> the fact that you were trying to be all tough to me wearing a Karen Millen dress all right bare knuckle <laughs> <laughs> ultimate trial <laughs> you know what it wasn't from Karen Millen it was from Reese. Yeah, I look like a bit of undergrace in that dress. Oh, I love that dress. You you do look like a bit of rolling moss, but I don't think that's a bad thing. <laughs> so we would. I was talking with my mum earlier, and um, she's talking about wedding dresses. Obviously, that's a um, an important topic at the moment. Um, everyone else is stressing about it, and I said. Um, so we were talking about different dresses and I said, oh, I definitely don't want like a meringue dress. And she said, you'd look like a cauliflower. <laughs> uh, yeah. Slash, uh, she said, you look like a cauliflower rolling down the aisle. I was like, oh, okay. Um, I was like, no, wow. okay. I've got nothing. I've got nothing for you, mom. <laughs> no, I mean, it's mean, but it's fair. Is it mean, but it's yeah, fair? Does it feel? Um, um, who, who's going to win the Six Nations this year, Nolly? We've, we've had one round of games. Who's going to win it? I actually think England probably will. I think, I think every, no, no, no. I personally think that every team will lose a game. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Cause I think it, it to me, the biggest match is actually, um, so Ireland are going to go to France and I think that's going to be a massive day at the office for them. I think France have got the flair to beat them and the defense to hold them long enough to know whatever but also the ability to score tries against a good defense yeah because they're threats everywhere i think although dupont looks pretty under the weather at the moment i think one of the biggest games in it will be france uh, scotland france yeah if they buckle up there i think that that's where and but that that'll be the test of are they the good are they the team that everyone wants yeah. them to be because no matter what we like we must have got like amazing viewing figures on itv because everyone wants france to watch the front like yeah the, the, the viewing figures from france was mental yeah it's shooey, shooey, isn't it it's it's the antidote to what south africa are playing like and, and i i've said this before on the pod and i know I, I don't mean that in you know south africa are worthy winners of the world cup and and number one in the world whatever they are at the moment but it doesn't make me want to watch rugby but France do Scotland do so I think England do. I think England do I think they look a bit they're not as open as the other I'm teams not gonna, but I'm not going to say something positive about England like I'm not saying what was that, that um, giggle then mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, right. one person that I, wa- I did enjoy watching actually so there was two Two of the little ones that um, lit up the the week the weekend. Um, Villiers, who yeah. was is the French winger, um, scored a hat trick and got played the match. Um, and Will I love it. Had sevens. Pardon. Will Greenwood backed that hat trick with the bookies. 
Yeah, I saw 14 to 1. Yeah, and yeah. Um, so, and I reckon he's not shy about placing about either, is he? Wow, he's not shy of cash, so. <laughs> yeah, I know. See this kit? Have you seen? Share the wealth, Greens. Um, have you seen? Do you follow Spikey, his wife? Caro, no. She's really good, actually. For anybody that wants someone like interesting to follow, she's really funny. She's very blunt. She, she she's been showing their like extension build over the last fifteen years, which is clearly sapping the living life out of like every part of her soul. But um, she also talks a lot about having um a neurodiverse daughter and the challenges. And whereas I think before she would share stuff about her daughter and her the like it, real life examples and stuff. She, I read a post recently about how she's going to stop that because now she's got older and it's her story to tell and it's up to her but actually what she does really well and I just think is brilliant is resource sharing and I think yeah. having worked in education and working with young people and, and like in anything if you feel like you're alone it's the worst feeling in the world so if someone is just saying look you're not alone and this is something that's helped even if it's just a little thing it could make a big difference in that person's day and I just think that that's really like credit to her um yeah. for for doing that so that's cool so yes I think it's Very spiky cool. mama or mama. yeah it is spiky mama caro greenwood oh yeah. I like that little good lady given there. good lady um we have to give another shout out as well my friend the Cavaliers. You were full of shout outs last week. I, I mean, know. They were shouting from the rooftop shouts. Well, this one I think deserves that. So the Cavaliers, the um, rugby team that Nolly and I coach. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know why you're laughing. I, I don't coach them in rugby. I coach them in life skills. So um, we ran a competition with the Cavaliers to submit a video to explain why the Cavaliers were special. The prize being a pair of tickets for the game this weekend in Rome, the Italy-England game, and a massive, massive well done to Dylan, who has won the tickets. He absolutely smashed it with his video. Not only did he show what the Cavaliers mean to him, he put so much effort into it. So well done, Dylan. Uh, we're very, very Mate, proud of you. Anyone that wears their full rugby kit and boots into a supermarket because the storyline is about the recipe to the success of the Cavaliers. Like he had me at the Over he had me at the food aisle, like yeah. at the food aisle in his boots. <laughs> you know what I thought as well watching it? I was like, why don't we have those trolley baskets in this country? I think we do. You you name me a supermarket that has those. Little. So you, you will oh, they don't have them in Lidl. Do they? Oh, they do have them in Lidl. They do have yeah. them in Lidl. Yeah, and you go there all the time, mate. I know. Don't know why I said that then. I got a new Lidl by me. You got very aggressive when I suggested that. I know. It's because in my head I was thinking of Aldi and I was picturing myself walking into Aldi. Um, just um, I've got an, I've got a shout out. Um, oh, I've got a man. shout out to Claire Purdy who um, and Stockers James Stockley for going the distance with me and. And rocking in at Rocky's testimonial dinner at 4.30 in the morning. We hit it hard. Wow. We enjoyed ourselves. They were on great form. Rocky was fab. Um, Jason Where do Robinson, old girls like you go to that time in the morning? Surely the bingo halls are shut by then. Mate, don't you question where this little night owl went? Couldn't tell you, all right? Couldn't tell you where I shot, probably. <laughs> Cheesy chips. <laughs> 
Um, no, it was really cool. It was so good. Rocky was on great form. There was loads of people. I had a brilliant table, Wilson James. Um, and you know you're in trouble when you sit down at a dinner and um, you're kind of looking around, you're thinking, oh, this like all these wine glasses and all that. And I, I just went for the, even though I, I wasn't drinking red, I just thought I'd have a glass of white wine. Oh, can you just put it in the big one? I, I don't I don't want a better etiquette. Um, and then I looked down at the bottom of the wine glasses and there's a shot glass. Was, That's weird. Don't normally have shot glasses. And the guy sat next to me, Ali, was like, yeah, this is what Mark does. You and um, in our in our drinks thing there wasn't just wine and water there was also sambuca <laughs> oh that's vile that's disgusting that is disgusting but i i will leave this pod on maybe should i should i share the story that i shared with everyone in the room yeah, i think you should i think if you share if it makes it to the room it should make it onto the pod this is what the people are paying for <clears throat> so we were asked to talk a little bit about rocky and obviously i said you know when when we first got into broke onto the scene i was 15 she was 19 with the two youngest and played our whole career together. I was Red Rose 109 and she was Red Rose 10, 110. And I, you know, spoke about how wonderful she was. But I also spoke about 2017 when uh, we'd gone into the tournament and I'd befriended someone from Panache um, who has bras. They do amazing sports bras. So I was like, oh, can, can you sponsor us bras for the tournament? Anyway, Simone had to travel with all these bras because he couldn't get them sent. Did he he must have looked like a right pervert. If, if he got stopped, I just would have loved to see what had happened. I'd never actually thought about that. Anyway, um, I wondered why he was like squirming when I was like, can you travel with them, please? Um, anyway, so I put Where's them all the in the Italian room. pervert. So he, um, he appeared on match day. So I put them all in the change rooms. I said, obviously there was none of the back. Oh no, Amber, I think, had them. Not many of the backs had these bras because they were for bigger busted ladies, but most of the forwards did. Um, apart from Felicia, because she's way too lean. And um, so I hung them up and I said, look, you don't have to wear them. Like it's match day, but try them on in warm up or whatever. Um, you know, whatever. Just the most important thing is you're comfy. Anyway, so we go out and the first game was against Spain and we were really late. We were actually late to going out to the um, anthems. It was awful. Like people had forgotten their bloody gum shields we were like all of this stuff so it's crazy a little bit more relaxed we're playing Italy and walk out and I hadn't seen Rocky because the forwards were in a different change room to me uh, to the back it's not just to me I was on my own <laughs> your own change room did you you would not surprise me out and she used to behind me and she put her hands on my shoulders and I was like she's like mate um, and I like turned around and grinned obviously fourth world cup like great friends and she said thank you and I was like oh like mate like what are you on about like thinking oh she's gonna say something she really leaned forward and she said mate my boobs haven't been up here for years <laughs> <laughs> anyway the whole walkout so we went for this massive walkout onto the pitch and then standing at them, and the whole time I'm like laughing, like in, you'll see in the video, like my shoulders are going. I literally could not. Like, I thought this. I thought it was like our moment. We'd known each other for like 17 years. <laughs> oh no! Like, fourth World Cup, like amazing place. But anyway, girls got to help, help out a girl, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Ho girls hold up girls in every which way. Supporting right. each other. <laughs> that's enough i think for this week it's another big weekend of six nations action please get your match pint predictions in if you haven't already joined it's not too late there are pints to be won and i would like us to leave this pod with a big good luck to those who are on the doddy weir cycle from murray field to the principality stadium this weekend they're delivering the match ball 
it is going to be hard on the hoops. Uh, so good luck to all the boys that we know. Yeah, don't forget your cream, guys. Don't forget that um, saddle chafing cream. Bye. Goodbye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 